Well, listeners, it's time for this. It's me, Rodney Cyrus, back with another On and Off to Pitch podcast. It is another one looking at the young players, the real deal series, the future kings. I'm joined once again by David, the media manager of Barmy Army, Manchester United Women. How are you, David? I'm good. You're well, good. good? What's, yeah, happening? I'm good What's happening with you today? Um, nothing much, just yeah. a quiet one. Is it a special day? <laughs> Oh, nothing special at all, mate. Are you sure? No, no, come on, David. You know, you know, I have access to the screen. I can oh. do things like this. Mate. <laughs> oh. Gosh, what can I say? It's your birthday. Yay. Oh. oh, no. Yeah. Well, keep it quiet, though. Yeah, keep Just, it quiet. Let's, let's come back a bit later. When <laughs> yeah, forget I'm sure they'll remind you on Saturday when um, you turn up to go and watch the Manchester United women play. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I'll, well, I think I'm going. They've got a new song going, so I think I might sit in the oh, other stand. All oh, right, OK. Yeah, <laughs> don't talk to me about songs. Um, right, we're going to talk this week, obviously, about Mason Greenwood, part three of The Real Deal, The Future Kings. Um, we've looked at Gomez, we've looked at Chong. Actually, as, as I said to you before we went on, on air, or should I say recorded this, had some comeback about Gomez. Someone wants to come and actually join in the conversation, so hopefully we'll be doing that. So I'll say hello to you, Orlando in Brazil, because he says he is familiar with Gomez and he wants to put his side across. Obviously, it's slightly different when you have someone who knows the person directly and how things are for them, but we've never put him down, have we? No, I wanted to put him down, but what I'd like to say quickly, though, is uh, you see it's different watching him on TV than watching him outside of the pitch as well. I'll get a different perspective of watching him. So mine not, might not really come across the same as yours if you're watching him on TV. You obviously get different angles and stuff from them. Yeah, that's, that, is, that is definitely true. That is definitely true. Um, before we go on, um, I've got to say thank you for all those new subscribers. I will make sure that you get a mention towards the end of the podcast. Please make sure that you like, share and subscribe and share your comments and questions with myself. And David, also you're doing uh, stuff with the Academy. So what's the Twitter handle for that? Uh, for the Academy, it's at Academy Review. That's both on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Right, just checking some statistical stuff there. So Mason Greenwood, what can you tell me about Mr. Greenwood? I'm, I'm going to put a bold statement out there. Yeah. But he's probably the best talent I've ever seen come out of the academy. The be- You're saying he's probably the best. The best. The best. the best. the best. Are you talking about the best in the last year, two years, three years? Well, I've, I use, I've been watching the academy for, live since about 2007. And, you know, so I've seen Danny Welbeck, Pogba, Lingard, Ravel Morrison, who was another ph- phenomenal player. But he is, he's the best I've ever seen. He's the best, wow. Um, It's funny you say that because there is, there is um, a quote that I found of of him, uh, or of, not of him, but about him by uh, Manchester United former player um, Clayton Blackmore. Okay. Uh, And this is the quote that I found, which I found was, I thought was quite interesting. And he speaks highly of him. And he says he's the first person he's seen take penalties with his wrong foot. 
not just penalties. <laughs> we had a game against Liverpool at Liverpool's academy in the under-18 Premier League Cup, and he scored two goals with his right foot, but he's a left-footed player. No, sorry, not two goals, two free-kick goals, which were brilliant goals yeah. with his right foot, and he's a left-footed player. But you wouldn't know that looking at him. If you just watch him play, you wouldn't have a clue what you know if he's left-footed or right-footed. Just uses them both phenomenally. You know something. You know something. When I I read that, I read that quote, and you saying um, that he, he seems natural. You would never know by looking at him. That's what makes me. Also, that's what causes me to be slightly upset with professionals in the first team who are predominantly one-footed. You know, I can think of a time when Rooney was one-on-one and he wouldn't use his left, or um, you've got Sanchez, who's not known for you. You know, you can just tell a player who's constantly just one-sided and they, their other foot literally is just for standing on. That someone so young has worked out that you can only be as good as your weakest asset. That he's made his weakest asset almost as equal as his strongest side. That, for me, really does bode well for a young person. I think, though, there's a couple of factors in that. Is He's naturally talented, I think. you know. So, if he might be more predominant with one foot, and he's worked at it, but that's probably down to his dad. Um, speaking to him, he's um, he's quite tough with him, really. Not not tough, but not critical, but always look for improvements. Yeah. And yeah. I know that when he was a young age, I think they're from Bradford, yeah. From a young age, he used to take him to Moss Side to five side um, games, and he'd want his son to be kicked about because he wanted, you know, to know he can, you know, not be rolling on the floor to, you know, keep playing and 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 it's it's worked out because at the moment, yeah, he's phenomenal. He is. He is well. I mean, from what you've said to me, he's phenomenal. You're saying he's the best young talent to come out of the academy. Um, I tell you, I tell you a thing with him as well. Yeah, is go someone like Gomez who's been at the club for a while. Yeah, when he got to like under sixteen level, you were hearing things about Angel Gomez. You know this this player called Gomez, and yeah, he, we got to eight, under eighteen level, started watching him, and he great was. But you, you hear, I heard started hearing about Mason Greenwood when he was under thirteen, under fourteen. You know, people were talking about him then. And I've got a friend of mine, Alan, who used to watch the younger age groups. He used to always say, I think, watching the 14s, I think we were watching, and he was 13 or 12 at the time, saying, you know, naturally he's one of the most gifted players he's seen. And then I first saw him for the under-15s, and I think he he was 14 at the time. Unfortunately, he was a hammering we got off City, but he got injured, and he was out for, I think, seven to nine months. Mm. Missed a trip with England. And, but when he came back, it's like he'd never been away, and he's just, he's, yeah, unbelievable player. Uh, I mean, do you know how long he's been at the club? I think the I know he's been there since he was nine, but yeah. I don't know if he's been there before that. You usually, get him about nine, I think. Yeah, I, I've read something, and it said that he's been at the club since the age of six. I that, don't know that if that's correct. True. That might be true, but um, I'm, to be honest, I've not even looked into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do know he was there when he was nine, but I. I you're probably right, but I, I don't know before well, that. I mean, for me, I there's a there's a bit of me that I'm, I'm unhappy in terms of um, players signing for professional clubs so soon at that age. It it, it it almost takes away from 
and you know you said his dad was quite hard on him he wanted to be kicked about when you're playing football with a club and you have all of the nice pitches and you all have the nice kit you know you don't want for anything really you don't actually know what it is to go without you you you, you don't develop and I think obviously his dad has done that for him in terms of his yeah. footballing career so well, it's not the I mean you got to remember they don't when you're at United you don't you're not getting paid you know you, you're not it's only when you you, you get you know, scholar second year scholar schoolboys yeah it's only when you get your pro contract you start getting the money in it's not, you get it's, I, th I think you get at under 18 level if you've not signed a pro contract I think you get a uh, playing fee but it's not nothing major really yeah um, so I, yeah, and that, so that's a drive, you know, especially at a club like United, where you're seeing players come through, and so the coaches are telling me, you know, work hard, work hard, you'll be at that level one day. You can play for the first team. You can have one of these fancy cars when they're coming into Carrington. Mm. So the, you know, the, I think that, you know there is a strive to get to the first team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that. There's a little bit of me that that I feel slightly sad for 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 those kids that play park football. There's, a, there's an element for me, and this probably I'm going to touch on it on another podcast and I did a little while ago. When we talk about the magic of the FA Cup, you don't see kids playing football on the street, in the park, you know, just knocking about. If everyone's yeah. signed to a club at six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I mean, this, it's difficult, um, I think, one, for, for, for young people to, to make that breakthrough. You have to be exceptionally talented. Within, within a pool of talented footballers. Of course. But you don't enjoy the game because it, everything is almost manufactured for you. It's not real. It's not like you can say to your mates, we're popping out for an hour, tell your mum, grab your ball, go out and get muddy, come back and have your lunch and go off Obviously, again. I, yeah, I think it's frowned upon. And I don't think I think the club tell them they can't be playing when they're not training. Or, but you're telling me that kids don't do that when they get home from school? Of course they do. They're still doing that. Of course they're going to the local park. I just keep, just don't don't tell anyone. Don't put it on Twitter. Don't put it on Instagram. Just keep it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I hope. Well, you know, obviously, I, I hope so. I hope so. Right. So, he's he's the third young man we've talked about. We've talked about Chong, as I've said. We've talked about um, Gomez. Um, we didn't necessarily say that we thought that Gomez would make it because obviously he was the first in line, and there was the I, hype I, I and the buzz. I did say he would, but yeah, but it, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. Well, I think I, I think what happened, and and this is the the thinking that I have in terms of expectation from fans. There is this escalator that we believe that once one person moves out of the way, then automatically the next person behind them will move up. Well, it doesn't always go like that because you're learning whether it is in school, whether it is in life, in football sometimes isn't always linear it doesn't always go up sometimes there is a plateau you stand still whether it's because of injuries or because you just don't take on board the messages that the manager's given you but also because you might have other interests you know it's young it's hard for young footballers at 14 15 16 to be totally focused on one thing you know and um, yeah. would you say that is definitely the case for greenwood I, I know his life is football, okay. but it's, it's about playing football. Right. I, I know, for example, he, I don't think he's watched a full 90 minutes of football on TV. That's good. He'd rather, and he's, he's seen YouTube clips. And another thing with him where he's, he's been asked to travel with the first team squad, mm. and they told him, you're not going to play, 
you're not going to be on the bench, but we want you to travel with us. You'll you know get a ticket. And he said, no, I want to play for the under 18s. Excellent. He's he's not interested in if he'll, if he if he said to him, yeah, you'll be on the bench and you might get a shot. Of course, he'll be there. But mm. if, if there's no chance, he'd rather be playing for, for anyone. That that tells me one. Not only is he a grounded young man, but obviously he's taking advice from his his dad and his family. Um, this week, obviously, and we'll touch upon it a little bit, we've seen Spurs make it to the Champions League final. We've seen Liverpool make it to the Champions League. I know, I know, we have to mention it. And we've also seen the team that we love and have dear in our hearts fail to make Champions League with what's for me, was a really weak um, performance. Within the immediate aftermath of the game that Manchester United had with Huddersfield, there was the call for throwing the youth. My point, or the point I put forward, was that we know that there is a problem in the dressing room. They made the first team dressing room in terms of Oli having difficulties. It's been widely reported, and it's not just about Oli. It was with the previous manager and the manager before. You don't throw young people towards bad trouble and expect them to be okay. As a parent, if I'm walking down the high street with my son and I see a group of young men causing problems or loitering with intent, as they say, day after day, I say to my son, stay away from that crowd. But whenever it is football, there is this blind notion that we just say, put the young in with them. We know there's a problem with the first team, but we'll just throw the young in there like they're not easily influenced. I'm going to ask you, honestly, you've watched... You've watched the academy guys for a long time. You're a season ticket holder. You go to the games, all of them. Um, what's your position in terms of the young players, Chong, Gomez, Greenwood, being given an opportunity right now before the end of the season, or do you believe they should wait until next season? I'd say play them. Why not? I'd play more than I'd bring you five of them. Why not? If we yeah. that, you know, I didn't watch the Huddersfield game because that a different well, game. You were you were lucky then. Um, but see that. it was the um, yeah. Why not just throw them in, throw a few others in. The players that are replaced, don't stick them on the bench. Put them in the stand and say, you know, you don't deserve to be in the team at the moment. Yeah, you, know, I, you can put I, your I, ideas I, up for pre-season. I understand but, why you say that. I do. But, you, but you, what you got to remember is, you say bring them in. They're not going to be brought in the dressing room. Like, oh, hi, my name's Mason. Hi, my name's mm. Taif. Hi, my name's Angel. They train with the first team all the time. They all know. They're all integrated. They know what's going. You know, they're all part of that team. So, you know, they, because they're not starting in this match day squad, they're still a part of the first team's setup. Mm. So they, they know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not, I know, I'm not saying they don't know what's going on. For me, I just, I come at it at a slightly different uh, position. And I, I mean, I'm, in terms of Mason Greenwood, someone who's so young, 17, everyone's saying that he should be given a chance. And for me personally, I think the first team players who are paid 100, £150,000, £200,000 a week and more are the ones responsible for Manchester United being sixth and they should be made to go out and play the last game in front of the old traffic to say whatever it is, goodbye. You know? I, I, I know what you're saying, yeah, but, you know. but, but my, my thing is, it's been a shocking season. You know, it started off bad. Yeah. Ollie came in, we had that run which was great and then it's been bad again, you know. If you put Mason Greenwood in, Taif Chung, Angel Gomez, that crowd would be 100% behind him. 
you'll have an atmosphere and the crowd will want them to succeed. Yeah. If you just play the the team that played last week, you know, yeah. no one's interested because it's been that bad. No one cares. Yeah, but, but if you put them youth, team, youth players out, honestly, it'll change the atmosphere. I remember a couple of seasons ago um, when Angel made his debut, last game of the season, who are we playing now? Is it Palace? I think it was mm, Palace last yeah. game of the season. Yeah. And Josh Harrop started. He scored. Yeah. And we had, a, I think we had five or six play all together, yeah. you know, making the debuts. Yeah. And it was one of the best atmospheres that Old Trafford had in a while because yeah. everyone wants him to do well. Yeah. Where is Josh Harrop now, anyway? He was he was at Preston. Yeah. And then he went on loan to Rangers. And so he must be back at Preston now, I think. Okay. See, yeah. for me, I understand what everyone's saying. It's it's making the crap to playing the young pl- um, players. It's all about how the crowd feel, and I don't believe, for me personally, it's not about how I feel. I think I I I'm I'm looking at these young players and thinking we need to nurture you. We need to make sure you're okay. And this bunch of first teamers have let the club down. But we don't. We believe so much in you. We're going to make sure that you get your chance. But it's not with them. It's not I, with I them. Do, I do understand what you're saying, yeah. but if they're like I say, if the crowd's behind them their confidence is going to go right up and they're going to want to try things and do things. And Listen, if you put them in, they're going to want to prove a point. They're going to say, well, listen, they've been playing bad. I'm going to prove to you now why you and you want to start me next season. Yeah. In pre-season. I mean, we're coming at this from two days. I mean, I can understand what you're saying, but I'm, I am detaching myself as a fan and a season ticket holder. I believe that I can, I can see that these guys are the future. I, I see that these guys need to be given a chance. But in terms of what the first team, and I know we've dwelled on this a little bit, and what the first team have delivered for fans, um, and it's really strange that we're saying this now, considering how well it was when Oli arrived, that how the fans are feeling about the first team. I would rather the first team go out there and perform as badly or as well as they want in front of the Old Trafford crowd, and then um, Oli does what he needs to do in terms of those that are moving on, and not moving on before and it's really strange that I'm saying that which I should actually end that bit with this I was gonna I was gonna talk about something else but I'm gonna ask you to say one last one last thing about that yeah. bit though yeah is that you gotta remember Chong Gomez and Mason to a degree have played in the reserves most of the season mm. uh, Mason halfway through the season have been dropping back and forth between reserves and 18s that's that's not a great team that's you know the losing and the drawing is it's not good honestly you know so, you t- you're telling me then, in that case, they shouldn't be playing for them. If they want to progress, they shouldn't be playing that that kind of bad atmosphere in, in the reserves. Where, you know, they need that kind of pressure under him. And, you know, to, if you're playing bad, you know, each week and each week, you know, you want them to keep fighting through that. Yeah, you know. That's, that's, where, they get, that's where you get the good players from. Well, you see, and, there's, and there you, you literally underline the point I was making before about players signing for clubs too soon. And it all being perfect and nice and not learning the hard knock life of football in the park, on the pavement, in between cars, because it's all perfect. And because it's, 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 not, it's crap at the academy it's not, level. It's not all perfect, though. You've got to remember, it's been great for the 18s the past two, three years. But the year before that, which is most of the 23s, who most of them got let go at the end of last season and halfway through this season, yeah. it was awful. It's it was awful. awful. Bet, but, you, know, you know, you get you get these teams, but you just got to, if you want to make it, you've got to keep playing through. 
Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, we're gonna, I'm going to come back to this point. I was going to yeah, say yeah, it now, I'm going to come back to it. In Mason Greenwood, we've drifted a little bit. Let's get away from the first team and to yeah, get back yeah. to him. His stats, um, he's only 17, correct? Yeah. Oh, you're back? Are you there? There you are, you're back. Yeah. I keep losing you for a minute there when I do the transition over. But oh, there. sorry, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. No, no, it's me. Uh, technology. Um, his, goal, his matches and his goals look really impressive. Yeah, uh, as under 18s in 2017 18 season 18 matches 16 goals and I just think for me the assist I'm not looking at the assist because always we can talk about assist I'm, passing is part of the game you know you yeah. assist <laughs> I just let's just put that out out there you know it's not anything special but the goals definitely he's a striker he's definitely someone who scores goals this season um, 18 19 season 13 matches 15 goals so he's more or less level in terms of his average per per season at, at, at under 18 but we know he's been expected to go up a level and he's played for the under 23s how's that been um to be honest it was tough for him at the start we his first game for the 23s was away at Molyneux um against Wolves and um we got beat 2-1 by two cracking goals, mind you. But um, he started and we went 1-0 up and who was it? Mason Greenwood. You know, he, he got in that position and scored. But the problem is, it was his first game and he's playing against full-grown men and players, that, you know, reserve team players. And, you know, he was a kid and getting pushed about a bit and, you know, off the ball. But to be honest, he's, I, I found throughout that he's, he had a couple of games where he didn't look like he usually does because he was in an environment where, you know, he's getting pushed off the ball, which he's not used to, but he's progressed and progressed and he's got through that, I think. And he's, I think he's ready for the next level. I'm not saying he's, you know, he's going to start, you know, should start every game, but he's, I think he should be, you know, thought yeah. of in the first team now because, you know, he, he has gone from being put, not poor, but look, look like he was enjoying it to basically being, look like he's a regular in that reserve team now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to bring over this, the under 23 so we can have a look at the under 23 stats and you make mention of that there we go there, there you go you're back again um, obviously he's played six matches at the under 23 level um, he scored three goals assists yeah, I'll not mention that but um, well that's not that's not just down to him like I say the reserves have been not been yeah, great yeah. but if you did you see his last goal for the reserves yes very good against, against Newcastle I can't believe it. I, I, had to, I had a family thing. I had to, I was with my granddad, and I, I had to miss that game. Yeah. And I was pretty good because I've never been to St James's Park, and I was, you know, wanted to go, but I'm more gutted. Not just the performance, and just to, I'd love to have seen that goal in the flesh. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you can see that he's a talent, and you've already mentioned that you know he found it difficult going up, and he was playing against men, or much stronger physical individuals, at the under twenty threes. It's going to be. More of the same if he's playing for the first team, and he's yeah, got some, is, you know, but, but like big say, Burnley, he's Burnley he's defender. Because, well, sorry, actually, that wasn't his last goal game. Um, last goal, his last goal was last game of the season. I've not talked to you since then ever. No, no, no. The season's been over now. Yeah, so we had Wolves again, ironically. Um, the at home Lee Sports Village end of the season. Um, we go two 0 up. Mason scores one. Cracking goal as well. He took it first time, you know, came to him fast and he slotted it in the bottom corner. 
and then um, Wolves came back. Wolves had to win to get promoted. Um, they got it back to two all, and then he got another goal as well, mm. which was a bit of a goal. Well, the keepers crumbled it out, but looking back at it, it crossed the line, but the linesman didn't flag for it. Um, and I thought, and, and then the pressure was on from Wolves. They really put it on, and they got a goal injury time, and then they went up. Bit of a pitch invasion by the. Um, the players who who weren't on the bench, who were in the stand, but um, and Wolves were kind of deserved it in the end because he really put the pressure on. But mm. he stood up to that Mason. You know, he played well. He's playing against some big lads there as well. You know, and he got a goal. He should have had two. You know, and I, I thought he played really well. I, I I'm going to be controversial slightly. Um, Seventeen. Is he is he too is it too much for someone so young to be have have the expectation of, of Manchester United I, fans on his back. I don't right think now. I don't think he should have expectation. I, I just think there's this young lad who's got talent. Should he play every game next season? No. Should, should he should he be involved? You know, in a, maybe a third of the games. Yeah, of course he should. Just you know, he's got to slowly build up to that. But the expect expectation is just he's a good player. We shouldn't be expecting them kind of stats for the first team, banging in goals. You know, more goals than a uh, more goals than appearances. Because obviously it's the first team, you know. You come in, you're in the Premier League against one, of the, you know, one of the toughest leagues in the world with some of the best defenders in the world. You know, he's not going to be doing that, is he, every week? But if you put him in there now, well, next season, he's going to be, you know, learning and know what that level's like and have to progress to get that to that level. Yeah, it's so, yeah, I, I just don't, you know, I, I, I think he should be in there because he's got that mentality of just wanting to, to be there. Yeah, but he's already demonstrated that if he says he's not part of the squad, he won't go. If he's not going to be on no, no, the no. bench, no, no, no. When I say, sorry, when I say part of the squad, I'm so it's the they take. You got to remember they take three goalkeepers. Yeah. Only two. There's one on the in the team and one on the bench. One's there just as a backup. Yeah. And then they take they usually take two or three extra players who aren't involved. Who they'll, they'll go in the club suit and they sit in the stand in the director's box. Mm. That's what they've offered him now and again, and he's just not been interested because he'd rather play football. But when he's been on the bench, he's gone. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, look, at, look, look at the Juventus game. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, we he was seen on the bench since then. He was on the bench, you know, he's, he's uh, and he came on, and he was, you know, it went on long, but he was involved yeah. in that magical moment. Yeah, I think he probably wants more. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I mean, I'm pleased for him. I'm, you know. Conscious that you know he's so young, and to I know what fans are like. You just you see course, people on the street. Just, just it's it. We're our own worst enemy. We say no, we'll be fine. We won't expect too much. And he has a bad pass, and he has a bad miss, and they'll get on his case. They'll get on his case. They, they will and they won't. You've got to remember that. It's a strange one with United fans. If yeah, we tell bought, me about it. if we bought, we bought someone a seventeen-year-old from. Real Madrid mm. played him, and he started playing. You know, a few bad passes. People get on his back, but if you if we bring a seventeen year old through the academy, people give him time because you know the structure of the club, the way it's always been run, is you give youth a chance. And in the back of people's heads, they know that, and they give him. They, you always see it. They give him more time than he deserves. Look at someone like Rashford now. Yeah, he's not he's not playing great at all. He's been poor for. For ages, oh, but he won't get as much stick as someone like Martial because he, because Rashford came through the youth system. Yeah, 
you know, he's a local lad and me, yeah, he's trying that's, hard. That's what, yeah, and that's you what know, it is, you see. Yeah. People have always got that and they'll always give him a chance. Yeah, it's, it's you know, okay, I'm going to... Gomez, Chong, Greenwood, he's the best of the three. For me, yeah. Right, okay. But um, but but you got what you got to remember as well is Mason's an out and out goal scorer. He's an he's an actual striker. So if yeah. he were to be part of the squad, whose position would he take? Lukaku every day of the week. <laughs> every day and um and yeah. and, and that, that every day of the week it, and on his day. Lukaku, yeah, Lukaku should give him the keys to his house, keys to his car, and say, yeah, there he goes. Yeah, no, Give him we, that number nine on the back. And no, he can take the shirt, but not the keys to his house. <laughs> I think when you get too much too soon, you get no, play, no, yeah, you yeah, get I'm players that down that. tools. We've, we've we've got enough of that. We've got no, enough. Basically, basically, what I was saying is, yeah, get Lukaku out and get him in. Yeah, I mean, not just out the team, out the club. Okay, if you were to, um, and I've done if I I asked you this in the previous podcast with uh, Chong. Um, so Gomez, Chong, and Greenwood, out of ten, how would you rate them? At what level? Well, just out of 10 in terms of whether they are... Um, in their ability, let's not say about making it, because I think these three players but are what, the future. What, what, let me give you... Before that, before, let me give you an example. Greenwood's amazing, but probably Chong's better in the reserves because he's been playing that there longer. He's used to it. But is he a better player than Greenwood? No. So, but, so I've got... It's hard to judge that way. Yeah. For example, like under eighteen level, what I've watched them all at under eighteen level. Go, um, Gomez, I'd give him eight. Chong, eight, eight and a half. Greenwood, ten out of ten. Wow, you heard it here, peeps. Ten out of ten, big, big, big things. But anyway, you know, we some but, did but, come but back. When I say you got to remember with him though, I'm giving, I'm hyping him up and saying this and that. But even at under eighteen level, some games he goes missing. Yeah, but you, but. You can you got to expect that from players. Not every the player is going to be, you know, man of the match every game. Well, that, and there's that... other games where he scored and he's been lucky. You know, he's but when he's on form, he's on form. It's it's it's, it's we did put out a um a little request for the for the in the last podcast about comments. We've had a few. Um, David Eccles a week ago said absolutely agree with regards to David Gomez. Samuel uh, Sogs-Bessan, I hope that's pronounced correctly, said he's still growing. Give the lad a chance. Yeah, yeah. with all these lads, you've still got to give him a chance. I'm yeah. not, not, not all of them are fully developed yet. Yeah. Um, Jamie L said he's downloaded the, the podcast and he's going to uh, listen to them uh, at work and he's looking forward to the Greenwood one. So let's hope we've delivered on that one, David. Um, Malou, uh, came up with the we said who was the one that we that the bonus one and he says Jimmy Garner aka the next Michael Carrick yeah is that, yeah, that, is he's, that he's the one on, yeah he's spot on with him yeah 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 well done Malou um and oh there's a com- there's a complaint from N- N- Nat about something I said I don't know what that is. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone talk that <laughs> uh but yeah we've had um some good stuff some good responses so thanks guys um, so we've got to do the Jimmy Garner one next time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we can definitely, go into this. Um, hopefully, uh, and I'm not sure how I'm going to work it in terms of communicating with Orlando um, when we do the recording. I'll see whether or not you want to be involved in that as well, because that would be good. It'll be on Skype, so we can do that. Um, 
I'm 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 happy for Greenwood, but I'm I'm very cautious that Manchester United, um, the fan base and the club are looking at a 17 year old. I'll give you a name that was hyped up at 17 that didn't go on. His name's Theo Walcott. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was he was hyped up. Was was Greenwood better than he was at that age? Yeah. Yeah. But we got to remember, Theo Walcott's had a long, good career. You oh, can't yeah, take yeah. that away from him. Listen, anyone who stays that long at, at Arsenal, coasting is I'm not coasting. Sorry, um, playing first team football and being a winger than a striker, you have to be good. But yeah. I believe in terms of when Theo Walcott arrived on the scene and he went to the World Cup, everyone who is anyone kind of felt this guy's going to be the next big deal and it didn't kind of materialise for him so I'm I'm cautious in terms of heaping too much praise on Greenwood but you That's know a, him best because you've seen his play. Yeah, the difference is though and this is the huge advantage, we talked about this last episode, was we've got Kieran McKenna on the bench, the yeah. first team coach, you know he's a first team coach and he's involved with the players all through Mason's development, you know, in, when he first came into the 18s, um, he gave him his debut. He knows him inside out, you know, I've, I haven't seen him for a while, but when I did, I saw him uh, chatting about Mason. And, um, yeah, so he's got that, with, so he, he's got that thing with him. There's a problem with Greenwood, you know, he's going to go to Kieran, you know, he's, he's he was that kind of manager where people could talk to him, you know, yeah. any time of the day, ring him up, is a problem and that. For him to be there, at, now in the first team setup is the best thing for these young lads because mm. they're going to have a familiar face where you know they can rely on and when he says something they know is right you know is what he's saying is the right thing. Yeah. If for example say like Solskjaer says, I don't want you to play in this game because blah, blah X Y and Z. You know and they go to Kieran and Kieran goes well to be honest with you I, I, I agree with it they're going to believe him whereas if they go to him and they might he might say well let me have a word of him you know. I, so we've got that good, you know, connection with you know someone in the first team squad now. Mm. So I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that that's going to be the case. I really am. Um, I don't want to put too much pressure on this young man. That's all. I really don't. Oh, I, I think I'll probably guarantee you, if he's fit, he'll play on um, on Sunday. Yeah, don't worry, Mike. Don't worry, Dave. You can see what I'm doing. David can see, oh, but no one else can see. No, I'm not. I'm not doing anything. Oh. No, I thought you were going to do the um, no, no, the no, things no. again. No, 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 I'm not doing that again. Anyway, what were those things anyway? Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> not only have you done that, you've, and then you've, you've come with a social media manager as well. He's a social media manager for Barmy Army. Um, Oh gosh, you know what? I need to actually do uh, be in contact with Nat and Mark and all the guys. Then doesn't he look different without the hair? I, I, I saw this. I saw this guy the other day posting pictures oh. on Ben's account. I don't know who he is. Oh, I'm sw- honestly. I just I keep looking at him, thinking, who's that dude? It's just yeah, it's it doesn't look, it doesn't look right, does it? I, I can't look him in the eye properly. I, th- I think Natalie needs to get onto Amazon ASAP and get a beard. Ordered for because I'm just like looking at this. I'm thinking, I don't know who the hell you are. You just you don't look right. You look like you've escaped from some like no, he does, it just it just yeah, it just doesn't look right at all. Right. He's yeah, not the person I know. I don't, I think he's lost all of his superpowers. Yeah, it's like uh, Samson when he loses yeah. uh, 
24. Um, do you know what? I don't even know what else to say about Mr. Mason Greenwood. You're saying you, you basically right, covered... Let's, let's, yeah, he's a couple more points. Free kick taken, yeah. left and right foot. Like, the two at, at um, Liverpool, phenomenal. That left-footed one against Newcastle was something else. Honestly, it was... Mm. It was I dare say it was probably as good as uh, Messi's against Liverpool. Um, further out as well, even further out. Um, on the ball, his dribbling skills, he can he can go left, right, he knows when to pass, no look pass, crosses. And he, I know you don't like talking about assists, but he set people up by, you know, he's been unselfish. And, yeah. You know, where a striker would have probably gone for goal, he'd passed it along. Yeah. So he's an all-around player, you know. Do you know what? It's not I don't like assists. I just like it when I say, for me, it's like, that was a great pass. Yeah, you know, I, I, like, no, I know what you're saying. Come on, what's that? Well, what, what, what I will say as well is, um, not not this season, but last season, a lot of Mason's goals, probably half of them, I'll need to do, look at the stats, came mm. from Mr. James Garner himself, who we'll, get, who we'll talk about. Well, we'll be, we'll be talking about him next week, Mr. Mr. Garner, so... You know, I'm going to put it out to you guys. Obviously, if you, 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 you're listening, watching, um, we'll do Mr. Garner. Who else from the academy do we need to cover? We'll probably go through them. You've said, David, that you're giving uh, Mason a 10 out of 10, Chong 8.5, Gomez 8, in terms of what you've seen at that level. Um, I do hope that the future is bright for all three of them. Uh, Manchester United do need a little bit of hope. And I think if the future of the club, the fortunes of the club, the trophy-winning days of the club are to return, considering what we're seeing up the road in, in a neighbouring city and, uh, you know, in the same city where the football has been good, the trophies are coming to those teams. Uh, Manchester United need to get back to a certain kind of blueprint that they understand and identify with. And if it's that these guys are the kind of nucleus, if there are four or five people coming out of the academy, that Manchester United can say, this is the next bunch, then, you know, it's great. What I will ask you before we go, and this is something um, relating to Scott McTominay. We mentioned him last time. Yeah. You didn't really think that he would... You mean, I I, I didn't think anything well, did, did a, Well, never mind him yeah. staying in the team. I didn't think he'd ever get to the team. Yeah, you know. Which, um, which so there might be a player now who I've watched... Yeah. Who I'm watching, I would I think, oh, they've got no chance and might be the, the next thing to be a permanent fixture of the team. Yeah. You can never know that. I mean, like I said, talked about Rashford. Did I think he'd do as well as he did? Yeah. Not at all, but he did it. And so you've got, you know. You, you need. You need. Sometimes, sometimes you get about having that opportunity and that look, and you just flow with it. Yeah, and you need to, the application. You need to have the the hard work. To yeah. to to make sure that when you that those opportunities arrive, you take them. And you need to be, I think what I've liked about McTominay, because I was like, who is this kid? What is Jose doing during pre-season? I've had to eat my words. And he has demonstrated uh, a yeah, certain uh, amount of, I don't know, inner steel and composure. And there's an aura about him that's almost like emanating now. You see him walk onto the pitch. He's a different person than he was in, in, in August. There's, there's a, a sense of, I am part of this team. And I am. I'm not only just part of this team. I'm a responsible member in this team. Yeah, I think it's all about, you know, once he locked down that position, he's got that attitude. And I don't want anyone. No one's going to come for my. I'm, this is my position. Now. Yeah. And that's where you kind of. 
kind of we're hoping yeah, mock talk yeah. with players. Uh, actually, with him, I know you've mentioned with Greenwood that he could take Lukaku's position and his keys and his house and etc. <laughs> um, I think with McTominay that Matic can go now. Yeah, I think, it's a, yeah, it's. I know. Obviously, we're talking about the first yeah, team now, yeah. but I think one of um, Pogba's biggest problems is that Matic has just gone downhill and he's not had that player next to him to, you know, lend him a hand and create space for him. He's always, yeah, 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 yeah. There's always a reason why someone isn't doing their job. Of course, I'm, not, of course, I'm not, not, not defending him. He's playing poorly recently, but that's one of the main factors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did want to mention, ask you a question about another young player and he's not part of the academy. Very quickly, before we wrap this up, um, okay. Marshall, do you think Ole should sell him or keep him? I mean, we know, he's played awful, let's just say. Played awful and his attitude doesn't look right. Um, but we know what he's capable of. You know what, I'm going to say get rid of him. Just get rid of him. And then we can then we can start to bring in plays like Chong and etc. Thank you. And, that's, and that is the point I was trying to make earlier in terms of bringing in those young players and seeing other young players who basically just don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, and Martial is one of those players. For whatever reason, he's been in the country long enough. He can learn English. Rosetta Stone, whatever app you can get on iTunes helps you, and you don't care. You don't care about the club. I thought it was a Jose thing. It's not. He's you know Monaco sold him for a reason. So go figure. I, you just hope though you, you sell him to a, a foreign club because if you put him, give him to an Arsenal or something, and then he, he doesn't know. He'd be that kind of player that you sell him to a club and then they just they just all of a sudden comes a world let, world let, let us let us be very clear. Manchester United don't sell players to other clubs and they become world beaters. Normally they Silvestre. How about Mikel Silvestre? Yeah, no, no, sold him to Arsenal. Look, Mkhitaryan seems to have disappeared. Any player that Manchester United sold but, to Everton but would disappeared. You have, would you rather have Mkhitaryan now than Sanchez? Hey, listen. What did we do? What did it's, we it's do? Bad, it's bad and it, it really do? is bad. What did we do? We walked in and we complained about the product, said it was faulty, we want it exchanged, and they gave us something that was wrong. And the gut, I'm seriously. We this got is, the worst deal. I was, so happy when, I was so happy when that deal came about, but we got the worst end of it. It's not even so much worse deal. You know, we, we were hasty. We were very, very hasty. That's all I can say, you know, and it's come back to bite us. Um, I'm going to say we've literally run to time. David, it's been fantastic. Um, next week we'll be looking at Mr. Mr. AK, Mr. AKA Ghana, AKA the new Michael. Car Are we calling him the new Michael Carrick? I won't go. I won't say that. But he's just. Um, he's for me. The, he's an old. He's Jimmy Garner, the old-fashioned midfielder. I'd say. That's what we need a bit of old-fashioned stuff in Manchester United because it's not going. It's not going well with the new-fashioned stuff. Let's uh, and oh god, again, right before we go, what's the unfollow Man United? What's that about? Oh, it's all load of rubbish. Absolutely load of rubbish. It's, what is that on social media? Yeah, it's, well, it's, and the people are now discussing walkouts and don't go to the game and blah blah blah. It's, oh, for me, it's a ticket. load of rubbish because yeah, if you don't, if you got a season ticket, and you don't go. They've already got your money. Ooh. If you don't, if you say, right, I'm not buying a ticket for this game, someone else is going to buy it. it. This it, is the thing with Manchester United, they're that big globally that if, if everyone didn't buy the tickets, someone else would be there. 75 more, five get, people buying them. It, do you know what it is? It's not so much that you unfollow Man United. If you don't want to follow them on Twitter, 
Instagram, Facebook, I get it. You buy your season ticket, you go to the, the game. When Man United play bad or poorly, or they play well, and you, you highlight a player, you have other Man United fans that say you shouldn't criticise the team and you shouldn't criticise that individual and you couldn't because what you see, I don't see. What I see, you don't see. That's why in terms yeah, of I where you're positioned in the ground, everyone sees something slightly different. Of course. So you critique you, it. You can, for me, you can criticise anyone you want, but when you start... I don't agree with like the... I didn't agree with Mourinho. I never liked Mourinho. When he went, was happy, yeah. But would I ever say, you know, Mourinho out? And people are starting saying, Ollie out now. Get rid no, of no, no, never, no, no, no. Never agree with that. I'm just, I don't like the sacking of managers no, because... No. Like I say, we still technically should have David Moyes in charge. Now. He's still getting paid. He's not. His payment doesn't finish till July. You don't understand. He's been, but where where would we be if we long, kept him till this time? Um, probably in I think, championship. You know, I, I think we. I think we'd be in the Champions League. <laughs> you think so? I think so. Yeah. Oh. He didn't get a fair crack at it, did he? Well, let's say he did have to deal with. Um, former Manchester United stars who are now pundits, let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's not it's not easy. Do you know what? I need to do this one more time, Dave. It's terrible, I'm sorry. Happy birthday, mate. Is this is this for the celebrations on Saturday, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say thanks David for um, yeah. being on the podcast again. Brilliant. Looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah it's great. Oh it's great. Oh thanks. I'll I'll like I say I'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you on Saturday yeah. <laughs> oh um what are we doing? Uh, we'll talk after this. Anyway, yeah. guys, thank you for uh, listening, watching. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe. Get your comments and your questions in. If you want to ask David something specific, you can find him at where, David? Um, Academy Review on Twitter and Instagram. But to be honest, if you want a question answered, just follow my personal Twitter at David J. Pritz, P-R-I-T-T. And then it's easier for me to, less followers, so it's easier to, <laughs> to see things. Right, no worries. All of those will be in the details below the video. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Please make sure that you tune in next week when we're looking at Mr. Jay Garner, the new Michael Carrick, or just an old-fashioned midfielder. I'm not as if Michael Carrick was old-fashioned anyway. Until then, make sure you guys like, share and subscribe. I've said that, and stay safe, and I know I will. And I'm not singing any songs either. <laughs>